composable technology can transform even the most traditional business into a digital leader. Today, we hear from Europe Van Root about the Dutch postal service, PostNL. What started as a search for one headless technology took the company on a path to define something they call the composable digital experience platform. Jura will tell you what that is and how you can build your own. You're listening to People Changing Enterprises. I'm your host, Jasmine Gitman, and please enjoy this episode with Jura van Root from PostNL. Can you tell us about PostNL and what they do? PostNL is uh, actually, and it's also the ambition, to be the number one logistical e-commerce provider within the Benelux. So we move letters and packages around. But of course, in this day and age, <laughs> there's much more to it. And that much more to it, I think we are doing that actually quite well. Also seeing that quite recently, Empty Sprout has scored us as being the number one in the digital transformation in transport and logistics within the Netherlands. And overall, we were placed number six. So That's a huge achievement. Tell us a little more about that transformation. What have you been doing? What have you been helping the company to do? So I work for the department business IT digital. So we are responsible for all customer and consumer facing IT. And the mission of our department is we facilitate all digital customer interaction with consumers and customers. And within that, I'm responsible for actually more the long term. So coming up with strategies, observing what the market is doing, what society is doing, and how that impacts the offerings that we have. One of the main things that really shaped our department in, in the recent years has been Composable DXP. What is a Composable DXP? So a Composable DXP, a Composable Digital Experience Platform. And we see it as an ecosystem of technologies that aim to create and offer a consistent digital experience for all our customer segments across all digital touch points. And with that, it's important to acknowledge that it's based on the value that you want to deliver to the visitor. What is really the experience that you want the visitor to have? And then from that, translate it into the nine capabilities of a Composable DXP. And then from those capabilities, see, okay, and how are we then facilitating this with IT? And those are actually three steps that we walk through. And I already mentioned nine capabilities. So Gartner has, has published about Composable DXP in which they define nine capabilities being presentation, content, search, orchestration, multi-experience, integration, personalization, analytics, and customer. You can see these as separate lenses through which you look at your digital experience. If this is digital experience, what we want to offer, then this is what we need for content. Then this is what we need for personalization, etc. Yeah, and it all, I love that it always starts with the experience you're trying to create, because to your point, if you don't think about that first and foremost, you risk building a tech stack that is capable of doing amazing things, but your customer doesn't care or doesn't need it. Yeah, or even adding to that, that you got these situations of computer says no, because you're doing what your technology can offer, but not what you want to offer and then assign the right technology to it. 
So we just talked about the nine different capabilities that you're referencing off Gartner. How many of those were in place when you started at PostNL? And how did you go about acquiring the capabilities that were missing? In some way, we had a lot of those capabilities, but we didn't have them composable. So we could only use the capabilities within a certain touch point. So we couldn't share them across all touch points or even across all journeys. So the challenge there was to detach it from the touch point and really offer it as a service. An example of this is our content management system. We used to be on a page-based CMS, which delivered web pages, but we as PostNL, we've got a journey with a lot of different touch points. So it's not only web. And therefore, if we would make content within this page-based CMS, we could only use it for web and not for our app, etc. cetera. Uh, and therefore, at all those other touch points, we had to hard code the content in it. So a lot of double work, but also remember we said we want this seamless digital experience across all, all touch points. But if you need to change something here, there, there, and there, it might start to differ from each other. And yeah, I can tell you, it differed from each other. <laughs> well, and add human error to that, right? Because if you're manually trying to track, yeah. have I changed it across all of these 27 different touch points? Yes, plus added to that, like, okay, you might want to utilize your resources in a better way than just copying content. You actually had capabilities across your existing solutions, but they weren't really talking to each other. You had to do a lot of manual work almost to fake an experience, a seamless experience across channels. So where did you start to change and why did you choose that specific spot to start your journey? So our composable DXP journey actually started two streams, one being the search for a new content management system since we were on that page-based CMS and then we decided to move to a headless CMS. Next to that, we started the discovery of what a composable DXP could do for us. One of the biggest steps was really simple, just having these nine capabilities because it gave you a way of looking at the digital experience that you want to offer. So that was a major first step within our journey, yeah. And how difficult was it to arrive at that conclusion? I can only imagine that that it's there's a lot of stakeholder management that you need to do for everyone to say, okay, these are the nine capabilities. This is our new Bible, almost in a sense. And we want to make sure that all our activities align to that. Yeah, so we decided to start by doing and then from that show the value in it. Because of course, in the beginning, we were like, yeah, we need to do a roadshow and convince them. <laughs> but then we were like, yeah, but then it's just going to be a theoretical story. So why not just start doing it? And that we were already doing the migration from a page-based CMS to a headless CMS really helped because we were already showing like, okay, we decided that over here, we want to offer content as a service, really placing it central. So it already was a showcase. And then we started to look at all our initiatives and interpreting them through the nine lenses. And then we can, could also give it back. Like, okay, we're doing all this double work. Why not do it once? These are the initiatives that we want to do. Therefore, 
it is important for us to now start focusing on this capability because it's needed across, I don't know, 10 initiatives. I love that you are leading with data. So you're you're taking the guesswork out of it. You yeah. don't have to sell the concept, but you can rather say, hey, here's here's our MVP and here's the numbers that it has produced. Let's talk about preparing for creating a big change inside a business. In this case, you help personnel transition to a totally new technological philosophy towards headless and composable, you know, moving away from the old legacy stack. That probably required a bit, a fair bit of stakeholder management. How did you start? You've been known to say, start with where do we want to be and work backwards to how do we get there? Yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so what we always do with projects like this is first zoom out. So look at the bigger picture, look at Postnell, like what does Postnell want to be? Where do we want to go? What is our strategy? What is our vision? Plus, not only looking at Postnell, but also bigger than that, what does the visitor want? So what is the role that a DXP should play in something bigger than just digital experience because in the end dxp is not a goal even your digital experience is not a goal it's a means because in the end you are for example selling a product or offering a service to a visitor and with that the digital experience is like the package in which you sell it but it's not about the package it's about what's in it especially in our case of being a logistical provider the consumer, the, the one that receives the package, he or she actually doesn't have an agreement with us. They have an agreement with the web shop mm -hmm. and they are in their customer journey. Over there, they're doing something and we happen to be happen to do the last mile, but their interaction actually is with the web shop and we must be aware of that. Absolutely. And even more important to make that seamless because, we, you know, it is exposure that might turn into more business for you if the person is happy with the service that they receive. Yeah. So let's go back to the um, composable DXP project. Once you started that at PostNL, what are the different metrics you used to measure the success of the headless slash composable business change? I think it's good to divide this in two. So Composable DXP as a whole, but then also on the capability level. And, and for the capability level, I already mentioned the content management system. So I just keep on using that case. Over there, of course, one really simple thing is what did the previous solution cost and what does the new solution cost? Also, because we moved to a SaaS product, therefore we don't have to pay for all the servers, etc. So it saved us some money. But also, like I mentioned, with our previous CMS, we were making the content and then hard coding it in the other touch points. So you can imagine that the time spent on making a content adjustment or making new content, we save a lot of time on it by simply centralizing our content management. So it saves on the time spent by developers, but also UX, also for content managers. We wanted to mention about the impact of something and it took us four weeks with nine people to have it online on all our touch points instead of just 
doing it once, publishing, and it's live. So yeah, that, that's interesting. And with that, of course, also the uh, one of the metrics is the consistency of the digital experience. Because you're not doing it once, doing it there, doing it there. You're doing it at one point and it spreads through your entire ecosystem. And then, of course, the metrics for the composable DXP. In that, the alignment of business and IT, we don't have to reinvent the meaning of a certain capability because we know what it contributes to. The value optimization of the capabilities, because you've got headless content, you therefore can also, for example, do better personalization or give better search results. So it's about more than just the isolated capability. Only general digital experience analytics, because you got the capabilities at one point and then it's spread out to all the touch points. You can measure it also better because if you're remaking it in different touch points, you're not measuring the same thing anymore. And the time to market for changing slash improving digital experience or even launching new products. That's amazing. And I'm sure there is a lot of relief or, you know, that those those data points were received well. How did you communicate these metrics for expanding from one old system to a composable DXP, which in essence is many new systems that work well together? We really use it as a tool to take people along in the story and let the data speak for itself. Plus it gives people something to identify with because a metric in the end should be something that they that they feel because otherwise why show it? So it's looking forward. So it's a lot about guiding the company to certain mm -hmm. points to inspire the company to do better. And therefore also we inspire each other <laughs> to do better. What is important to know for others who want to go on the same journey that you've been on? I think what for me really helps from a composable DXP is it kind of frames the way that you should think about digital experience and therefore what you are doing. And it really brings business and IT together because the business decides upon, okay, what is the digital experience that we want to offer to our visitor? Then you translate it into these capabilities and then comes IT, like, okay, if this is what we want to offer for this capability, then this is what we need IT-wise. And therefore, you start talking about the same thing, being the capabilities. And that is of great value. That is of great value. Because then it's not in, well, IT is doing something, or the business does something, uh, wants something which we don't understand. You find common ground. Well, and it's almost like the capabilities are your common language, right? Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes business and IT have a hard time speaking the same language. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, like, even for solely that reason, it's already worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. That's amazing. Thanks for listening to People Changing Enterprises. This show is brought to you by ContentStack, the leading composable digital experience platform for enterprises. Got a question or suggestion? Email us at podcast at contentstack.com. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next week with a new episode helping you make your mark.